Why should I be frightened of dying? There's no reason for it. You better go sometimes. Hello and welcome to the Sam Reed's Near-Death Experiences podcast. Thank you very much for listening today. Our account today is not a near-death experience, but a shared death experience. That's something I've maybe done an episode or two about in the past, but one that is not very common, or at least I don't come across very often. A shared death experience is where there is one person who is in the process of dying, and the other people around this dying person have some sort of experience. It's strange because they themselves are not undergoing any physiological death or symptoms, any any physical reason why they should have a, a visionary type experience, and yet this is something that happens sometimes. It's a fascinating subject and one that I was very grateful to have found a an account which features a shared death experience and thought it would be a good one to share with you all. It is coming to us from a woman named Santa and happened quite recently in October of 2022. I found this account on the nderf.org website and as always we'll post a link to this account in the description of this episode in case any of you all want to read it for yourselves. So without any further ado, we will dive right in. This is Santa's shared death experience. Quote, My grandmother, Nanny, 91 years old, was bedridden for days leading up to this encounter. A few days before she died, she told me she saw good spirits around her. The day she died, she was extremely weak and unable to communicate. We tried our best to take care of her at home, but we could all tell she was dealing with pain. Her hands had completely hardened, and sadly we had to put rolled washcloths between her fingernails and palms so that she wouldn't break the skin. That's how hardened they were. She was on her tenth day without eating solid foods. She had bed sores on her back. Many family members were in the room chatting and surrounding her as we sensed the end was near. A few family members left the room, but three stayed, my sister, my cousin, and myself. As she was lying in bed, I noticed she seemed in distress, although she had lost her ability to communicate. Feeling compelled to help, I silently prayed for her, and played some quiet music on my laptop. Suddenly, I heard my cousin tell us to look at her eyes. Nanny's eyes were completely open, wider and bluer than ever before, and she appeared to be looking straight up at something. Her skin was turning white. It was freakish and startling. I believe I said, she has seen God. My sister and cousin could not move, as they just stared in amazement. I felt compelled to get my mother and uncle who were in the kitchen to come and see what we were witnessing. They returned with me quickly. A total of five family members were beside my grandmother's bed as she was dying. 
Her eyes remained fixed on something above her, as though she was receiving a message. Some sort of light, either from within or reflecting from her, was illuminating her eyes. Her upper body seemed to be lifted or elevated. However, I can only recall this because of the angle in which I saw her face. For some reason, I could not remove my gaze from her face, as though I was instructed to not look away. I got an overwhelming sense that we were in the presence of godliness, and although I could not see with my eyes what Nanny was looking at, I sensed it was either God, Jesus, or an angel. It seemed to have a male persona, was very tall, and gleaming a bright light. I saw this not with my physical eyes, but as a telepathic vision in my mind. I could clearly, quote, see the base of his long robe touching the ground. He seemed to know everything about Nanny, as though he saw her entire life in front of him. He would be best described as an authority personified. I felt extremely honored to be in his presence. As such, I knelt down in prayer out of respect for both my grandmother's fate and because I was in the presence of this powerful and otherworldly being. I sensed that he was telepathically commanding her to follow him. I felt him say something akin to, come with me. Even more shocking, the sense of exhilaration and joy we felt as she was dying and leaving to follow him was overwhelming and far more powerful than anything that can be experienced with the human brain. It was like we briefly tapped into a much broader, unifying consciousness, a sensation which is not replicable. No words can possibly do justice to describe the energy we felt. Oddly, I immediately recognized this feeling. It was home. It was so familiar that it felt more familiar than anything I've ever known. I felt more alive than ever before. Nanny made some gentle movements, opening and closing her mouth as she was leaving us. I can only liken these mouth movements to those of a gentle frog croaking silently. Moments later, she was gone, and her little limp body laid peacefully on the bed. I don't remember much immediately following the encounter, except for feeling a strange combination of wild excitement and shock at that moment. Everyone was talking about the incredible energy we had felt and how mind-blowing it all was. None of us had ever heard of a shared death experience before, so it was extremely difficult to process what had just occurred. We did not know what we saw and felt during Nanny's death was even in the realm of possibility. Our various reactions confirmed that four family members present felt a magnificent energy during this encounter with a higher power. This energy was never directed toward us, but somehow we sensed the promise that awaits us after we die, and it was the most beautiful moment of my life. After the event was over, the family members and I discussed our own account of what happened. There were some notable differences. My mother saw Nanny rotating her shoulders as though they were immediately fixed from years of pain and loss of function. She also saw Nanny somewhat levitating off the bed 
My sister did not have a shared death experience, but was a witness in the room. She said that Nanny's body never lifted off the bed. My theory is that my mother saw Nanny's soul rotating her shoulders, not her human body. I was the only one to have a visual image in my mind of the light being, but my uncle, mother, and cousin all felt his presence just the same. Four of us felt this incredible energy that permeated the room. Strangely, no one in the room had tried to look up where Nanny was looking. In terms of side effects, it was emotionally challenging for me after Nanny's death. I wanted to grieve for her normally, but that was seemingly impossible. The experience played over and over again in my mind for at least a week straight. I did feel like I was going a bit crazy. I abruptly fell into a sort of depression-like state for a couple days. I longed for the same sensation of exhilarating energy that I felt when Nanny died. Eventually, I recognized that it was an honor to have had an SDE. I am eternally grateful to have had this experience for several reasons. It's wonderful to know that my grandmother is in a better place. In addition, I have had a measurable drop in my heart rate since this event occurred. I was diagnosed with generalized anxiety disorder and have taken medication to treat anxiety in the past. I now feel my anxiety is somehow lifted since this experience. I feel more love for others, including strangers. I don't think I will ever be able to fully process what happened, but I am grateful nonetheless. End quote. Okay, so that was Santa's shared death experience. I thought it was a fascinating account and one that is somewhat unique in comparison with most episodes that we do on this podcast. Shared death experiences are very interesting to talk about because I feel like they're a little more accessible than near-death experiences. Chances are most of us will never have an NDE, but it is pretty common for most people to be at the bedside of a loved one who is passing away. That's not to say that shared death experiences are common. I actually don't know what the rates of occurrence of those are, but certainly that situation of being beside someone who is dying is something that probably everyone will go through at some point in their lives. While I don't know how common it is to have a shared death experience, I have heard hospice workers talk about the strange things that will happen when someone is in the process of dying. I saw one interview with a hospice nurse who was talking about how it is normal for your loved one to often look up at the corner or talk to someone who isn't there, those sorts of things. It sounds like this shared death experience started off with something similar to that. Santa's grandmother was staring up above her at something or someone, and then this whole powerful shared death experience began shortly after that. What I wanted to point out and I think is most fascinating about this story is 
that it seems to be a purely psychological experience. However, in saying that, I would like to emphasize that does not negate the experience or mean that it wasn't real. I am just trying to include what is psychological into the realm of what we consider to be real because certainly these people were very moved and changed by it. To start off, you have five family members in the room witnessing this and only four of them had the shared death experience or even felt something that was emotional or or charged or felt this energy as they describe it. So not only do you have differing accounts of what happened, but one member of the family was not even part of the SDE. Santa's mother saw Nanny move her shoulders and levitating off the bed. Santa saw her looking at a robed, angelic, divine figure. She wasn't exactly sure who it was, but described him as an authority figure. Her uncle and cousin merely felt the energy in the room and the presence of something. And then her sister didn't take part in the experience at all or did not have the same reaction as as the others did. So it seems like for each individual, the psyche had a personalized experience ranging from the normal viewing of a loved one passing to a full divine transcendental experience. Santa describes the moment as a unifying consciousness. It's as if the unconscious and conscious mind were united and she described it as feeling at home. She called it very familiar, more familiar than normal life. And it's a fascinating thing because None of these people were in some life-threatening situation of their own. There was nothing physiologically wrong with Santa or any member of her family. And yet an outer event was able to provoke an inner transformational experience, which was akin to being one with the divine. Santa describes the joy and exhilaration they all felt while her grandmother was passing. It's a very odd way to describe losing someone you love. And yet there are many cultures around the world that have symbolized death as a wedding or a feast, something joyous or to be celebrated. That points to the idea that this sort of experience is something human and perhaps universal that people have encountered before and is a psychological phenomena which is innate to us and perhaps intimates something about what happens after we die or or the moment of death itself or the meaning of our lives. It happens to us objectively of its own accord from within. And just like this shared death experience was 
individualized for each member of Santa's family. We each individually bear the responsibility for looking inward and evaluating our experiences as they come to us objectively to look for those deep answers to the questions of death and life and all that's in between. With that, I think we will wrap things up. Thank you very much for listening today, and thank you to Santa for wanting to share her experience. If you enjoy this podcast, please leave a five-star review on whatever podcast platform you use. Please subscribe to keep up to date with any new episodes that are being released, and please share with a friend if you think they might like it. We will be back here in the near future with more near-death experiences and maybe shared death experiences. We'll see, but till then, I hope you all stay safe and well. Bye.